Welcome to TNT Sports Talk. Today is Tuesday, November 20th. As always, we are presented by D's Home Cuts. I'm your host, Travis Karczewski. I am Truman Karczewski. He's back in studio today. Uh, it's just us. We're going to get him for a full episode. Uh, he's a little bit late, but uh, we're just going to go ahead and forget that, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you make it home from college, you make it home from college. I don't think there's a scheduled time we need to do this show. Our listeners want to listen. Yeah, you're damn right. But if it takes you a little, it takes you forever to upload them. Well, you could upload them. Yeah, but we all like to see you do it. Why do I have to do it? Because you're good at it. Because yeah, you don't know how to do it. it. Takes you a while though. All right, let's get into these uh, these headlines here. We got a packed show for you today. Like I said, it's thir- it's uh, Thanksgiving's coming up, so they're only going to do one show this week due to Thursday's holiday. Uh, I wanted to do a show on Thanksgiving, but. Uh, Truman didn't want to, so we'll have to uh, limit this to one episode this week. I figure you guys can enjoy your time with your families. We'll enjoy time with our families, and that'll be it. They are my family. The listeners are my family. Also, we all have our own families, too, though. All right, let's get into this. We'll stop bickering here, and we'll start with the NFL Week 11. We'll go through game-by-game uh, breakdown here. We'll start with Thursday night's game, Green Bay at Seattle. Seattle won 27-24. Uh Green Bay, what's the thoughts there, Tron? I mean, they got to run the table uh, to make have any chance. I actually think the chances are still kind of good. I mean, Chicago has to lose three more games, uh, really, and they have they have to play the Rams. Um, they have to play Green Bay again, and they have to play Minnesota in Minnesota. So there are some losable games on Chicago's schedule, um, and then we've got the easy schedule. Uh, for the rest of the year, uh, we're going to have a tough one Sunday night against Minnesota. Of course, it's a must win, whichever game is. Um, and then we go from there. I think we play we play the Cardinals after that, which will be there. And then, um, you know, I think either way, uh, McCarthy's gone after this season, which is a win-win uh, because we need his uh, dumbass out of Green Bay as far away as possible. And we'll be good. But, I don't know, got to run the table. It was a horrible game Thursday night, absolute heartbreaker. Uh, but... We'll see. Yeah, like I said, Seattle. Seattle's an interesting team. You know, they they won last week versus the Packers. They they played the Rams tough. Uh, they're a team I think everybody kind of thought of as dead, um, but they have fought back as of late. Put themselves right back into playoff contention. Uh, they've you know kind of established. We saw in this game a little bit of a running game, which they haven't had over there for the past couple of years, um, which I think it's working pretty well. You know, Rashard Penny's turning out to be a pretty good back. Mike Davis is also pretty good. Um, and they had a third guy. Who's the third guy? There's Davis, Penny. Uh, I can't remember. Um, but they do have a pretty nice uh, stash of running backs there. The wide receiver core is not terrible. So Seattle's up and coming a little bit. I don't know. If, I mean, they're, they're going to be a decent team. They're going to fight for the playoffs this year. Uh, but, you know, there's still some holes defensively. Uh, they're just not the same Seahawks uh, as we've seen in the past, you know. Same the Seahawks we know you know lacks in run game lacks in offensive line um, and lets Russell Wilson kind of do everything and they got an extremely tough defense this year you know defense lacks in places and then you've got uh, the run game taking the pressure off of Russell Wilson uh, they're gonna fight for the playoffs but it's just a different team it's a young team I don't know if they're really truly gonna compete for anything just yet yeah so like I said Seattle's five and five Green Bay falls to uh, three four five and one sorry about that. Uh, right there, we're third place in the NFC North. We would be fourth place if the if we didn't tie with the Vikings. Uh, so it's rough right now. 
Although we do have the easiest schedule coming up, like Sherman said. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what the Packers do from now on. We will obviously keep watch. Do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to choke out these last couple of games just because he wants Mike McCarthy gone? No, I think it's just a conspiracy. Nobody nobody plays to lose. I truly believe that. But I see Rodgers um, as, I don't see him as a guy who would do that. But I see him, you know, he kind of does things a little differently for a situation. He manipulates it. I think you saw how pissed off he was Thursday night. Because, um, I, I mean, mean, you look, he could have made that throw. Yeah, but I mean. On third it's, down. It's just a fact. I mean, if it slips out of your hands, slips out of your hands. I can see why he didn't make that throw. I mean, he makes that throw 99 times out of 100. But, I mean, I, I would not think that. Uh, I just think he's, he's – people think that Rodgers is having an off year, which I guess he is, but his touch-on-interception ratio is still 19-1, to 1, um, which is un, unheard of. But Drew um, Brees is like 22-1. to 1. Drew Brees playing out of his mind, too. But, I mean, like Rodgers is saying – everyone's around the league is like, oh, Rodgers is off, Rodgers is off. Yeah, he has looked off. I'm not going to make excuses for him, but his stats are still there. Um, and I think well, I guess off for Rodgers is not 40 touchdowns and one interception. Off for him is like what he is now, 19-1, and one, which would be a dream for any quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I just think he's playing good. I think – I mean, the Packers are literally – you know, a really bullshit call away from a win instead of a tie against the Vikings, um, which would be huge. They're a 0 for 5 day or 0 for 4 day from Mason Crosby away from beating the Lions, um, which would have been a big win. Um, they're a crappy fumble away from a stupid, dumb player in Ty Montgomery, uh, away from possibly beating the Rams. Um, they're a game changing fumble away from Aaron Jones, away from beating the Patriots. And they're a stupid, you know, a couple plays uh, Thursday night that away from being the Seahawks. So there are a few plays here or there, 10 to 15 plays, that if this season, if they would have gone towards Packers, we'd be up there possibly, you know, obviously with Chicago um, and, you know, top, up there next to the Rams and the Saints, I truly think. But um, we're not there, and those plays haven't gone our way. I think that's because we have a young team with young, talented stars. Uh, but I think we're a few plays away from, you know, being – the Green Bay Packers of old, and I think that has to go with coaching. That's why I want Mike McCarthy gone. All right, next game we'll start with Sunday's game. We'll go Dallas and Atlanta. Dallas won 22-19. Um, Dallas, again, sits at 5-5. Five and five. Atlanta's lost two straight. Uh, they sit at 4-6. and six. I'm not sure. I don't think Dallas is good. I think they found an absolute stud uh, in Leighton Vander Esch. Um, he has been quite possibly one of, if not the best, defensive uh, rookies so far. Uh, he played well. Yeah, I think he had a pick. I'm not, yeah, I think he had an interception in this game. Um, so he's played really well as of late. Uh, Jerry Jones finally drafted a good first-round pick. Uh, it's been a long time. But uh, Dallas Cowboys, they sit at 5-5. Five and five. Do they end up making a run in the playoffs? I don't think so. I think they were just an average born team. I think Dak Prescott sucks. Uh, and I just think they're a boring, average team. Um, I don't know. I think they could make a run at this division, truthfully. Uh, the division's wide open now with Alex Smith. Yeah, I thought, I mean, the Redskins were kind of running away for with it, and then Alex Smith goes down. Um, and now they're going to run with Colt McCoy, who I think is a, a very good backup quarterback. Uh, they could they could win the division with Colt McCoy, I truly think, with this slight lead that they have. Uh, but, you know, Dallas is right there, and they're hot. Um, you know, the Eagles aren't playing like the Eagles of you know, last year, and then the Giants are just dead. But I don't know. I think um, I think it's going to be between the Redskins and the uh, 
Cowboys, and I think the Cowboys got the momentum right now, and um, they've got their starting quarterback, and they've got a good, good young defense, and they got some weapons. So it's going to be interesting to see, and I think that that division is going to go down to the wire. All right, Lamar Jackson got his first start, ended up getting the win, twenty-four to twenty-one, looking like a completely different Ravens offense. Lamar Jackson pretty much ran the ball most of the time; he only threw it nineteen times, but he ended up rushing twenty-seven times for one hundred and twenty yards. Uh, where do you see these Ravens going? Because is this going to be just a completely running offense? Because Lamar Jackson, he did throw the ball, but when he did throw the ball, it was ugly. It wasn't it wasn't anything spectacular. Maybe it's just his first start. But again, I, I think he's more of just a running quarterback, and I don't think you're going that's going to work for a very long time and sustain success in the future. Lamar Jackson will not last in this league if he's running the ball 27 times. Uh, he does not have the body type to be running 27 times. Cam Newton looks like a linebacker, and Cam Newton can't even last running the ball 27 times a game. Uh, I, I would be extremely worried if I were Ravens fans that he's doing that. He looked good. I mean, I mean, he looked good. I, I don't think his, you know, when he threw the ball was as bad as you thought it was. I think it was ugly. I don't know. I thought he looked pretty good. Um, and then the run game was, you know. He completed 13 passes for 150 yards. That's, what's that? That's average? not amazing. Uh, 13 out of 19, that's pretty damn good. Yeah, but um, they're short passes. I don't know. I thought he looked pretty good, and I think they just need another offseason or two to develop that a little bit more. Um, I think he's got a good arm, um, but he's just got to cut back on the running because if he takes hits and hits and hits, he is not going to last, and I guarantee that. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. I guess I don't think Lamar Jackson's anything. I think this offense, like you said, I don't think running the ball 27 times a game with your quarterback, who is not a Cam Newton-built type of person, he's a stick, is going to work out in the long run uh, for them. But I guess a win's a win. And I think Cincinnati was at a disadvantage because they didn't really know what was going to happen coming in uh, with Lamar Jackson, what kind of offense they are going to run. Um, so if he does get the start next week, uh, forget who they're playing. Uh, they play the Raiders next week, so, I mean, they can still win there. But when they finally play a team who can actually, you know, game manage versus them, I think you're going to see Lamar Jackson's running ability get shut down pretty quickly. So we'll go to the next game, Carolina at Detroit. Detroit won 20-19. to uh, This was an interesting outcome. Carolina was really good. They were 6-2. and Now they've lost two straight, uh, two ugly losses. I know the loss versus Pittsburgh was disgusting. But, again, you lose to a Lions team who at the time were 3-6. and six. I mean, that's as disgusting, if not more disgusting, than a beat down with the Steelers on Thursday night. Yeah, I mean, they're coming off two very ugly losses. I think that we can all agree on that. Um, I don't know. I just, I'm not a huge believer in the Panthers. I don't like their secondary. I really don't like their defense outside their linebacking court. Um, and that's not going to help. And Cam Newton, I, when he's good, he's amazing. When he's bad, he's bad. Uh, he just doesn't have that accuracy yet that we thought he would develop um, over years. Yeah, you don't see Dylan Frederick talking much crap. Yeah, I mean, he's an idiot, so we don't really have to deal with his sports opinions. Uh, but, I don't know, I just think it's just it's just a bad situation in Carolina, in my opinion, because you've got a really good, talented quarterback, but he just is very inconsistent. And I don't know if they can go anywhere, um, you know, with the inconsistency at the quarterback position. Luckily for them, though, in my opinion, you know, they play the Saints tough every time they play them. Uh, it's just a divisional thing. And the Saints are probably the best team in the NFC right now, best team in the league right now. And, 
You know, if the Ram or if the Panthers got into a one-game playoff with the Saints, that's... you think the Saints could go toe to toe. You think the Panthers could go toe to toe? They with the always Saints? do. The Saints are far and away the best team in the NFL. Yeah. Right? Oh, by far. And the but the Rams, it's a divisional opponent. They know them well. Um, so I think you know if the Panthers were to slip into the playoffs. Uh, and they got a game against the Saints. I think it could be a good game. I think I would pick the Saints, of course, but I think it would be a good game for the Panthers. All right, let's move on here. Uh, Indianapolis and Tennessee. Tennessee beat the Patriots last week. was a huge win for them. Franchise uh, changing type of win, some would say. But then they come out versus a Colts team. They lose thirty-eight to ten. This Colts team, I think, is the sneaky is a sneaky top 10 best team in the NFL. I think they are one of the best. I know the record isn't fantastic. They're 5-5. Five and five, But as of late, they have had they have one of the best, if not the best, offensive lines. Uh, it goes to show you what happens when you pick a guard or an offensive lineman so high. Uh, this is the type of stuff you get. Andrew Luck has been uh, easily uh, comeback player of the year, I think. Um, he's been one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I'm really high on this Colts team. And I think they're going to get into these playoffs. I don't know if they're going to do much damage versus a team like the Chiefs or a team like the Patriots, but I think they could definitely give one of those guys a run for their money. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm that high on them, but you know, top ten team. No, they're not. Nah. Um, I think they're. I think they're a good team. I've always liked Andrew Luck. I've always liked the way he plays. Uh, you know, they won't win that division because I mean the Texans are really hot right now as well, and so I think the Colts could slip in as a wild card team. Um, and I don't know if they would do much damage in the playoffs, but, you know, it would be good for them to get back there. Uh, and then I think, you know, you get another first-round picks, maybe some free agents. I don't really know what their cap situation is like. they got a high cap space. The they highest. Do. They have a lot of money then. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, then then, then you're talking. Uh, but I think it would be nice for them to slip into the playoffs as a wild card and see what they do. I, th- I like the Colts because I think they're under the radar a little bit. I think most people still view them as the Colts of the last couple of years. Uh but it's a different team. Their defense is not as bad as people think. Darius Leonard is putting together a Rookie of the Year candidate. Uh, Quentin Nelson, like I said, the guard from Notre Dame, is everything what everybody thought he would be and even more. Um, this offensive line, like I said, is the best offensive line in the in the league right now, um, which it hasn't been. The Colts, I don't think, have had a good offensive line since forever. And you know now they finally put it together. Luck's healthy. This team could do some damage. That's all I'm going to say. That's a good team, but I don't know if I would, you know, be that high on them yet. But I think after this season, I think after maybe slipping into the playoffs, you know, you said they have the best cap situation in the league. Uh, they can get some free agents over there. Um, and then, you know, get another first-round pick, have a nice draft. The Colts could be dangerous in the upcoming years. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think they're dangerous now, and I think they're just going to get better. And I think uh, Reich has done a great job there. Uh, and I think the sky's the limit for them. Next game, Tampa Bay. At the Giants, another mess of a week for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as they continue to fall. Uh, the Giants got a win, but I don't really think much. Uh, many Giants fans are excited about this win. I think they're waiting for them to tank, um, but they're just not doing it. They're not leaning into the full-on tank yet. Uh, Tampa Bay switched up their starter. They went with Winston. He's starting again next week. It's a mess there in Tampa Bay. It's a mess in New York. Don't really know what to think of both these teams because it's just a mess for both of them. Yeah, I mean, I'm not too extreme low on the Giants as most people are. I think, you know, the past two weeks, yeah, they've won. And if I was a Giants fan, I'd be I'd be happy that they've won. But, you know, you want to see them tank. Um, but you've seen the talent that they have. 
You see Saquon Barkley going off. You see Odell Beckham Jr. scoring two touchdowns against the 49ers. You see the offensive talent that this team has. Um, you see some talent on the defensive side. You know, Landon Collins is still a pretty damn good safety. Uh, you've got pieces that you see that you can build around. Um, I think they're a consistent quarterback play and, um, you know, a little bit better on the defensive side of the ball from being back to the Giants of old. Uh, so I think they need to start looking for that next franchise quarterback, and I think the Giants will be right back up there. See, we talked about this a couple shows ago. I did. Uh, the Giants made a huge mistake drafting Saquon. Third overall. He's been great. He's been one of the most amazing players in this league so far uh, in terms of rookies. But you don't build a team outside looking. You sign Odell. You, you build a team around the quarterback and you put pieces around him. You don't get the pieces and then draft the quarterback. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. No, I don't think so. I think they've made an a, amazing decision. And I think you're going to see that when they do get their franchise quarterback. Because right now you're, you're wearing Saquon right now. You're using him. You're using his prime no. years. No. And you know you're losing. No, I th- I think you're I think you're really wrong on that because no. I think the thought was oh the Giants had a really bad year um, they're not going to have a top five pick for a very very long time they need to use this on a quarterback they didn't they picked Saquon they're still bad so they're going to have another top five pick yeah the quarterback draft the draft class for quarterbacks might not be as strong as apparently last year's was, even though we're not really seeing them, any really quarterback take, you know, a step that's... Baker. Baker was not there at uh, when the Giants were drafting. Oh. So, I think, I mean, Darnold's looked all right. They traded up. Darnold's looked all right. Uh, Allen has had flashes. Uh, Rosen, I guess, has had flashes. But none of them Rosen's have really... bust, you said. Yeah, none of them have really showed that they're going to be franchise quarterback yet. Uh, so, I think the Giants made it draft best best player available and now look for your franchise quarterback with an already talented roster. Well, it's not a talent, it's not a very talented roster. They uh, they they trade they've been trading top five away. receiver, top five running back, um one of the better safeties in the league. But then again, you got you take a quarterback now and what if this quarterback doesn't work out? What okay, what if Darnold doesn't work out? Then you yeah, then you don't have Then Sa- you have nothing. You don't have Saquon. You have nothing. You don't have Saquon. You have absolutely nothing. And you would be right back where you were with the top five pick. Yeah, without talent. Without talent, but you would have So you'd rather have no talent I would rather, than talent. I would rather take a quarterback and build around a quarterback than take a running back and then build around and put I would rather take a quarterback, build around the quarterback, than take a running back and a wide receiver and all this stuff and try to fit a quarterback into that mold. I'd rather build the mold with the quarterback than force a quarterback into that mold. Nah, because you're seeing the same thing happen. I mean, Darnold has no talent, and Darnold looks like he's trash. Rosen has no talent. Rosen looks like he's trash. Allen has no talent. Allen looks like he's trash. So what What happens from that? But then you take, you take Baker, right? And you're okay. just going to add talent around Baker. You're going to take Rosen. You're going to add talent around Rosen. You're going to take Allen. You're going to add talent around Allen. Okay, so going, where was Saquon supposed to go? Saquon was only going to fit with a contender? No, I think Saquon would fit with a team with a quarterback. Saquon is a generational talent. You don't pass mm, up uh, on generational talent. He's talents. a generational talent. Yes, he is. He's a good running back. He's not a generational. He's a fantastic he's running back. You can put Saquon, I guarantee, in two years in Todd Gurley, Ezekiel oh, conversation. Oh, we got to move on. Uh, Houston and Washington. Houston won 23-21. Houston has won seven straight. They were 0-3. They have now won seven straight. Washington... Alex Smith, Truman's, Truman's little buddy Alex Smith, uh, had a little injury in that game. Uh, he's going to be out for the rest of the year. Uh, broke his leg in a bunch of different places. It was probably one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. Um, and But again, 
They got Colt McCoy. Sherman said it earlier. I trust Colt McCoy. I think he's probably, besides Ryan Fitzpatrick, I would say is one of the best backups in the NFL. Uh, Colt McCoy has been in big situations before. He's won big games, and the Redskins trust him. They've kept him around for a long time. I like Colt McCoy, so I don't think the Red. I think the Redskins still aren't out of it. But then we'll talk about this Houston team. Houston is one of the best teams in the NFL right now in the AFC, especially uh, seven and three. I don't think people are talking about Houston enough. Yeah, I think Houston's a good team. Uh, just if the, you know, are they going to be experienced enough to go into the playoffs and win some games? It's going to be tough because that's the issue they've had in the past. It's the issue Bill O'Brien has had in the past. You know, it seems like Houston goes in the playoffs, gets upset first round. Or they'll win the first round game and then they'll go into New England and get their shit rocked. Uh, so I want to see them. You think they get their shit rocked versus? I weird. You don't. You just don't. Listen. Wait, what did you say? I said that's what's happened in past years. A oh, team like Houston. I wasn't listening. Yeah, you weren't listening. Uh, but I think this could be different. I think this could be a different year for Houston. But I want to see it, and I won't talk up Houston until I see them go into somewhere like Arrowhead, Foxborough. Clashers of the AFC and go in there and win the game and uh, get to the AFC Championship. But uh, I'm excited because I like Houston. I love J.J. Watt. So I'll see what they do. All right, next game, Pittsburgh and Jacksonville. Jacksonville lost 16-20. to This was this felt like to me like Jacksonville's kind of last shot to really put, their, put everything back together. This was like their last good shot at beating a good team and putting themselves back on the map. Jalen Ramsey had two picks. It was close. Um, they fought back and forth. But it just seems like Jacksonville gave everything they could, and they just couldn't put it together enough to win this game. Uh, it sucks because I really like Jacksonville. Um, I just don't think it's going to be this year. Maybe they, they got to do some things over the offseason, fix some things, get some wide receivers around Blake Bortles. But I just don't know. Jacksonville struggled in this game. Uh, they look good in the beginning, but you know then Doug Marone starts to switch up his game plan, take the ball out of Blake Bortles' hands, which I don't think is a smart decision, uh, and then they end up losing the game. Yeah, I think Jacksonville's got to do some things this offseason to you know utilize the talent that they have. Uh, I would you know say they would be in contention to go get someone like possibly if Flacco's available, possibly if Eli gets dropped, uh, possibly if Teddy Bridgewater's out there. Um, you know, just just another quarterback. I know everyone likes Blake Bortles. Travis likes Blake Bortles, but he's not a good quarterback. Yes, he, won't, he is. You won't win. A they Super were winning Bowl. that entire game, and then they took it out of his hands and started running it with a fullback and Leonard Fournette. You won't win a Super Bowl with Blake Bortles. Uh, he's not a good quarterback. Got um, the extension again, and that's why they're what's their record. Uh, so I think. I think the Jacksonville needs to move on from that. Uh, I think they're, you know, they'll have a top fifteen pick this this year. Uh, maybe they'll be one to draft a young quarterback. I don't know, uh, but that's the one position I think they need to really fix and then get some weapons around them as far as receiver goes and stuff like that. Uh, but they've got some talent. You know, they're another. I still think they're an up and coming team that is going to be pretty damn good in years to come. But I think they need to just get that quarterback. All right, Oakland and Arizona. Oakland won twenty three twenty one. Did you watch a snap of this game? I did. What'd you think? I didn't watch one snap of this game. I did. Uh, I don't know. It was the only game on. It was after the uh, Broncos game, so I turned it on and saw so Rosen made a couple nice throws though. And he lost to the Oakland Raiders. They don't have talent around him. Yeah, I think you know Hall of Fame wide receiver, young receiver Christian. A Kirk. Hall of Fame wide receiver in his last year. Hall of Fame wide receiver. Last year though, he's like forty-five. 
age 44, he wasn't being able to be stopped. So, I don't know. Well, what they need to call a touchdown in this game. Yeah. All right, we'll move on. Denver versus the Chargers. 23-22 Denver. I don't think Denver's good. I think the Chargers are good. I don't know why they lost this game. This game really makes no sense to me. Uh, Case Keenum is just Case Keenum. He's just an average quarterback. Uh, I don't think they're going to do anything with them. Uh, Bosa's first game back. Um, the Chargers, I think, are a good team. They always fall. They always lose these close matchups, and I think that's screwed them in the past and kept them out of some pretty key playoff games. Uh, just another game for them, though. You know, it was just rough. Uh, but I still think the Chargers are right there with it in the AFC. I agree. I think the Chargers are right there. Um, but I do think the Broncos are a good team. I think the Broncos, they're just like the Packers. They're about 10, 15 snaps away from having a winning record and truly being uh, you know, like a contender for the playoffs. Uh, so I think, you know, the Broncos are a good team. I think it's another divisional game that the Broncos will always, the Raiders will always, the Chiefs will always, and the Chargers will always play the contenders and uh, the great teams in that division tough. Uh, so those games are always coin flips. Uh, so I think that was a good, good win uh, for the Broncos. Um, and, you know, I, I, you know I, I, have, I feel for the Broncos, I feel for Vance Joseph because I think he gets a bad rap. He's gonna be fired. Uh, I think he's gonna be fired, but I don't, I don't know why, because he's he's done as about as much as he can with the talent they had like last season, and I think they're still gonna have end up with around five hundred this year. Uh, but you know they can fire him. Uh, I think the problem with Denver is John O is not a good GM. Mm-hmm. He's not. He hasn't done anything in terms of bringing in a quarterback. He hasn't been able to develop a quarterback. A yeah, he got he signed Peyton Manning. Yeah, won a Super. He took Tim Tebow, which you, you think Tim Tebow's trash. He took Tim Tebow with a first-round pick. He took Paxton Lynch with a first-round pick. He brought Chad Kelly onto the roster, and he had Trevor Simeon. He had Brock Osweiler. He couldn't develop any of these players. Uh, he's not responsible for developing he's deve- quarterbacks. He's, he's responsible for bringing in guys that can be developed. Yeah, but he's not responsible for developing them. The I mean, only people, people think, oh, the only John, quarterback I think he's people, had is Peyton Manning. People think, oh, John Elway drafted him. all. he's going to develop him into an Hall of Fame quarterback because John Elway's an Hall of Fame quarterback. No, John Elway is responsible for picking. Oh yeah, up. well then, like Ted Thompson for the Packers. Ted Thompson's just responsible for bringing the players in. He's not responsible for developing them. Yeah, yeah, but I also thought he didn't bring in good players. He did. So you think Tim Tebow? You think? Paxton Lynch, Chad Kelly, yeah, Trevor I don't Simeon. think he's think picked. I don't think he's picked the right quarterbacks. But I think look at the talent around them. They have had, you know, besides when they traded Demarius Thomas, they've had a good receiving core for years. Um, they've always had a pretty good offensive line. Their defense has always been good. So don't you think it should be easier for a quarterback to develop? Yeah, but I don't. I don't think he's. Pick, I agree that it, it's a tough thing to he pick a franchise take a quarterback. quarterback. He can't pick quarterbacks. No, neither can a lot of guys. I mean, I think you could find a better guy to pick a better quarterback. I think John Elway, the only reason John Elway is still there is because of what his name is in Denver. I think if he was anywhere else, I think he would have been gone by now. I don't think so. I think Denver has been in contention. You know, they, he won him a Super Bowl. With Peyton Manning. I think, Peyton Manning uh, won them a Super Bowl. Let's look at Peyton Manning's touchdown interception ratio that year. That I'm they just won saying, Super I mean, Peyton Manning. <laughs> I don't think I don't Peyton think Peyton Manning, Manning was Peyton fantastic Manning, that Peyton season. Manning's a Hall of Fame quarterback. So. I don't think he was no MVP that season. I think Peyton Manning had one of the historically worst uh, quarterback seasons of a Super Bowl winning quarterback in uh, years. Uh, so I don't think that's responsible for anything. Um, I think John Elwood, he always has the Broncos um, as a competitive team with talent around them. Uh, are they not? I mean, when, took, are the, when have the Broncos ever been two and fourteen, barely winning football he games? He took he took Case Keenum here, 
And he, when he could have had a, he had a top five pick, took Bradley Chubb. Yeah, and Bradley Chubb looks like he's a pretty damn good player. Okay, Bradley Chubb has had bursts of sacks. He hasn't had a consistent season. Looks like he's had a pretty damn good player, though. I mean, he's a decent player. Yeah, Von Miller? Von Miller, yeah, but Von Miller was an easy pick. Oh, he's an easy pick. Yeah, Von yeah. Miller's a once-a-generational talent. Just like they said, Jamarcus Russell's an easy pick. And so they said Paxton Lynch was an easy pick. That's what they said, Brock Osweiler, Trevor Sinney, all these said guys. Paxton Lynch was an easy pick. But yeah. All right, well, we got to move on from this this idiot. Uh, we'll talk about New Orleans and Philadelphia, 48-7. to Philadelphia's dead. We just, we're just going to say they're dead. Yeah, I mean, they'll be tough. They'll, like, they'll play teams tough. but New Orleans is the best team in the league. I'm, I'm not even going to doubt that by one bit. Yeah, I'd agree. Minnesota and Chicago. Chicago won 25-20. I don't know what to think of Chicago. I you know, I don't want to give them any credit, but I, I got to give Nagy credit. I think Nagy has been the huge reason behind what they've done this year, him and Vic Fangio. Uh, you know, Mitch Trubisky, I don't think is he's a good quarterback. He's decent. I think Nagy is using him in the right ways. Uh, I don't think the Bears are going they, – they have to beat somebody good to prove it to me that they'll really – uh, be a contender here, you know, this year and years to come. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to give him credit. Uh, I, I don't, I like Nagy. I think Nagy's a shithead, but yeah. Alright. Uh, then we'll talk about last night's game. 54-51, to 51, the Chiefs versus the Rams. Uh, first game ever with back with both teams scoring over 50. Uh, no team has ever lost if they scored over 50 points until last night. It was everything we hoped it to be. This is if this is what the NFL is going to be like in four or Wait, five no years. No team has ever lost scoring fifty points. Yeah, I don't think that's true. Look it up. I swear to God, no team has ever lost scoring over fifty points. There's never been a there's never been a matchup of fifty fifty. Right there, that fact. There's never been a matchup of fifty fifty. How would a team lose? There's never been a matchup of fifty fifty. All right, you're gonna look that up. I'm gonna talk yeah. about this. So. If this is what the NFL is going to look like in four to five years, Pat Mahomes and Jared Goff running the show, I'm so excited. I get people were pissed because of lack of defense, uh, but offensively, it is just so exciting. Uh, that game was so much fun to watch. You know, it was a late night game. I'm so glad they moved it to uh, back to the United States. I think it would have been ruined if it would have played in Mexico just due to the field conditions. Uh, but I think last night showed us these are the two of the top teams in the NFL. Uh, Jared Goff and Pat Mahomes are going to be... What, we shaking your head over there, right. big man? Yeah. So, do you want to doubt me some more here? Where'd you get that stat? I, don't know, I found it somewhere on Twitter or something. I can't pull it up right now because I'm dedicated to the grind of the show instead of looking at my phone. Uh, so, like I said, I think this is going to be just good for the NFL. I think both of these teams will be contenders in upcoming years. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what the... Rams look like once you know the salary cap comes ca- crawling home here, uh, but right now they are one of the best teams in the league, and the Chiefs are right there with them. I've been waiting for the Chiefs to fall, but I just don't think it's going to happen with Pat Mahomes. Yeah, I mean you called Pat Mahomes a bust before the season. I know you called you called uh, Josh Rosen a bust. So we're eleven weeks in. Yeah, but who's looking better, Pat Mahomes or Josh Rosen? Uh, Travis literally said, I think we can go back and re- look at recordings of Travis saying. Pat Mahomes hasn't looked good in training camp. Chiefs yeah, I are just dead. report the facts. That's Chiefs all are I did. I just report dead. the damn facts. And brother. Pat Mahomes looks crazy. Uh, I report the facts, brother. That's all I, I do here. I these teams. Last night was a crazy game. It was amazing to watch. I know Travis didn't stay up for it, but it was it was an amazing game to watch. I watched most of it, Truman, but I had to get to bed. I, I cool. thought I thought it was a crazy, crazy game. Uh, but 
I, if I were both these teams, yeah, it was, a, it was a fun night, but I'd be worried. These defenses are suspect. I mean, literally, you look at the I mean, Rams. Aaron Donald is the best defensive player in the NFL. Yeah, but he can only do so much. and he sh- yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was showed last night. I mean, their secondary that they put a bunch of money into, and I know they don't have Tlaib, and that'll change when Tlaib comes back, but their, their, their secondary has looked like it's not even there. Um, Sam Shields, former Packer, looked embarrassing last night. And then if you're the Chiefs, I mean, their defense, same thing. They're, they're, I mean, Orlando Skandrick is, is horrible. I mean, he is absolutely an embarrassment. Uh, so I think, you know, I'd be really worried, you know, for Tom Brady or someone else to come into my house in the playoffs against the secondary. And the same thing with the Rams. I'd be worried if I see Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, you know, one of those type of players coming into my house in the playoffs because the secondaries have not looked good and the defense has not looked good. But the offenses are just absolutely crazy, so I don't know. All right, uh, well, he doesn't know, folks. So we'll move on to uh, basketball here. We're going to do an ad real quick, and then we got something special for you at the end of all of that. Uh, so we're going to start with these home cuts. These home cuts, like I said, we talk about it every single show. Best place around Northeast Ohio for a great haircut at a low price. For only $7, you can get a haircut uh, and styling. Truman and I and about 90% of our guests who have been on this show have gotten their hair cut at these at least once or they are a continued client and they have never looked or felt better. Uh, I know we're me and Truman are both getting cuts here for the next couple of days and we will not be disappointed at all. Uh, so go on his Instagram, check him out at these home cuts. These home cuts, professional haircuts at a low price. So the Wizards, they are a mess as of right now. Uh, there have been countless stories coming out, which is interesting because the Wizards have Dwight Howard on their roster, a uh, notorious bad teammate Dwight Howard, and we have not heard anything from him yet uh, in terms of shaking up the locker room, which is interesting because when you know that Dwight Howard is probably the sanest person in your locker room, that's a problem. Uh, but I guess Bradley Beal, John Wall, uh, Otto Porter, Kelly Oubre are all available for trades right now. Uh, John Wall's been swearing at the coach with uh, and during practice. Bradley Beal's been getting into fights. Otto Porter, Kelly Oubre, all these guys have been getting into fights lately. I think we've heard reports the last couple of years that this war- that this Wizards team absolutely hates each other. And I think it's starting to come out a little bit more. Uh, NBA drama is in full swing this year, uh, and it's looking like we're going to get uh, some more stuff here with the Wizards saga as it continues. Yeah, we'll see, but... I think they, I think it's due for a rebuild because they could never pull a superstar. Because they hate each other. Superstar to pair with uh, Beal and Wall. I think they kind of were banking on that young pair being, you know, going after Kevin Durant when he became a free agent. That didn't happen, obviously. Um, and now they're kind of lost because they really can't pull anybody. So I think it is time for them to go through a rebuild. Uh, and they can definitely get a lot for Bradley Beal and John Wall. Uh, so I think... You know, I think it's the right thing for the Wizards to do because if they can't get a big name next to those guys, uh, they won't go anywhere. Because uh, the talent that they have, they should be up there with the Bucks, Raptors, Celtics, and Sixers. Don't put the Bucks up there. What's the they've had one good. They've had one good What's month. The standings. They've had one good month. What's the standings? Um, they're freaking Mike Bootenholzer led team. I want to. Yeah, Mike Bootenholzer. What's Mike Bootenholzer? What's the standings? Mike Bootenholzer. What's the standings? So I'm not. I'm not gonna continue to talk if we can't look at the standings. Well, we pull them up. The Bucks are second seed in the East. Oh, second seed. Okay. Um. So, 
Wizards, they're done. I think this is going to be a fire sale here um, within the next couple of uh, weeks, days even. Uh, I think John Wall will be the first name to go, uh, then follow suit. I mean, I know John Wall is the biggest name here, but I think teams would rather have somebody like Otto Porter, um, who's like a versatile type of player, and he doesn't come with a pricey paycheck like John Wall. Even though John Wall is a franchise-changing player, um, I think... His extension that would have to be coming up, I think it's like $50 million. Teams really don't want to pay that uh, because most of the teams have their payroll set. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see who brings on John Wall uh, onto their team. And plus he's got problems with San coaches. San Antonio Spurs. That's what you're saying? Yeah. All right. Sherman's saying Spurs. He's feeling cocky today. All right. Next, uh, we'll talk about basketball. Anything else you want to talk about basketball? Kemba Walker. He's been going off the last couple of days here. He scored, what, 60 points the other night? I think he scored, what did he score last night, 30? Oh, I don't I don't know. I was watching the Bucks win. Oh, those were cool jerseys the Bucks were wearing too, those yellows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they looked real, real nice. Um, so we'll move on then to baseball. Uh, I wanted to talk about the Paxton trade again. We're doing this pretty much live, this show live. Uh, Sherman didn't get any of the outlines done, so I had to, uh, we're just doing this kind of live here. Um, so we'll talk about the uh, James Paxton trade to the New York Yankees um, for a bundle of prospects. I know the Mariners are sort of are sort of uh, tearing it down now. Uh, they don't really think they can win with what they have, so they're going to start to trade off some of their pieces. They're going to lose Nelson Cruz to free agency, uh, so I expect a couple more pieces will be traded. Um, but they traded James Paxton to the Yankees for Jesus. Uh, Justice Sheffield, who was with the Indians, uh, Don Thompson-Williams, and Eric Swanson. This is really the first major move of the offseason. Paxton was a star for the Mariners, a real ace. He had a 3.76 ERA. He threw the no-hitter, everybody knows, with that was 16 strikeouts after that. Um, so he has really been one of the quiet um, aces just because of where he's been playing. Uh, but the Yankees got somebody that they need. They need an ace. They need a rotation setter. Uh, and I think Paxton's going to be that. I've heard rumors that they're going to trade Sonny Gray. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But a good move for the Yankees. Yeah, I think the Yankees are just trying to add talent to keep up with Boston. Uh, and this is, a, this is a move in the right direction. Uh, obviously, if you're a Red Sox fan, I wouldn't be too pissed off, though, because you are the World Series champions. Uh, but the Yankees are making the started making the right moves um, to truly compete with Boston. All right, last baseball news. Get do one more ad read, and then we will uh, do a little fun here towards the end, a little festive fun. Trim, how does that sound? Sounds good. Right. He's got gonna, the energy today. If you're going to talk that the Bucks aren't competing in the East, then... I mean, they're competing, but I just don't think they're right up there with the Warriors, putting them in the same sense with the Warriors. Uh, so Adrian, number one of the power Adrian Beltre retired today from the Houston, Houston, from the Texas Rangers. Uh, first ballot Hall of Famer, 21 season for Beltrain. Uh He's career batting average 286, 477 career home runs. Uh, he's a 3,000 3, hit uh, guy. Been one of the all-time good guys, fan favorites in the league for the last couple of years. Uh, 
all-star every single year almost. He's just been one of the most consistent hitters of all time, even towards his old age. I think he was he was different because as his career extended, he got better year after year, which is interesting um, for uh, guys as they age. They usually get worse, but he got better actually. Um, but again, he's one of the all-time you know fan favorites, no matter what team you're a fan of. Uh, so sad to see him retire, but uh, great career. Yeah, he's no Christian, y'all, that's for sure. Oh, my God. All right, we're going to do an ad read, then we'll go to the... Can, you want to read this ad? Because I have to pee really bad. Okay. Um, do it, Andrew. Our show is also brought to you by A's Lawn Service. Since 2014, A's has been providing professional landscaping services to many homes around Northeast Ohio. By using professional equipment, A's constantly strives to provide families with professional landscaping at a low and fair price. Are you tired of being dragged around by the bigger landscaping companies? Turn to A's and trust me, your lawn and your home will never look better. Trust A's for all of your landscaping needs, and trust me, you'll never be disappointed. The phone number is 330-241-2392, and the email is lawnservice.a's at gmail.com. A's Lawn Service, you grow it, we cut it. All right, well, Travis is not back yet. I don't know what happened there, uh, but I guess I can just talk about the Bucks now since he's going to let me uh, do this kind of alone. But, yeah, the Bucks are on an absolute roll. Uh, they beat the Nuggets last night. I think it was just it was an awesome All game. All right, we're going to do Bucks the draft started, now. The Bucks started slow. Uh, they came back, right. won the game like they've done all season. The third and fourth quarter, they've been the absolute best team in the league. Uh, they just need right. to start faster. All right, man. And Giannis is in the MVP competition. Um, you know, and the uh, Bucks just look absolutely great. I thought he ran away with it. I thought he's number one right now. He's in a competition. Pee? Yeah, I did pee. All right, we're going to do a little fun today on today's show. Uh, we're going to start with this, we'll end this show with a Thanksgiving draft. So we're going to do back and forth, me and Truman. Got a coin here, a nice little nickel. Uh, we're going to do uh, for a first pick, we're going to do five picks, back and forth, snake draft type of thing. Uh, so I guess it's not back and forth. We'll do whoever gets first pick, second pick gets two picks in a row, all right? Okay. You got it? All right, I'll let you call it since you're uh, my guest pretty much since you never show up. So let's right. call it in the air. Five picks. You have heads. Call it. All right, it's heads. You want first pick or you want second pick? First pick. All right, we're like I said, it's all foods. You can do drinks if you want and throw it in there. We'll do like uh, things, things you consume on Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll start. Sherman, you got first pick. Turkey, simple, uh, best food at Thanksgiving. We're going to put this on uh, Twitter, too, see which one's better. Turkey, by far, number one pick. If you don't like turkey, uh, F you. I think turkey's <laughs> by far one of the best meats out there. Great poultry. I think turkey is by far, you can't go wrong with picking that number one. All right, I'm going to go number two. I'm going to go mashed potatoes. I think mashed potatoes is always a consistent type of food. Uh, I throw a little salt on there, mix it up with my next pick, which we'll talk about in a second. It's just fantastic. I think turkey is good. I think turkey's a little dry, though. I think you need some other stuff on turkey to make it really good. Uh, don't know if it's first-round pick contention. Uh, so I'm taking mashed potatoes, and with my second pick, I'm taking stuffing. Stuffing is one of those foods everybody eats around Thanksgiving. I hate, loves. I hate stuffing. Well, yeah, because you, you don't like anything else. I hate you stuffing. You don't like food. So you don't weird. like good food. So stuffing, I'm going to take with my next pick here. It's interesting because people like stuffing, but again, uh, everybody when you eat it, everybody's like, oh, why don't we have stuffing year-round? And nobody knows why because it's that good. Uh, but every year, 
The stuffing's one of the first dishes to go. So stuffing with my second pick. Uh, you got two. Me. You got two picks. All right, it's not my first pick. Um, next with me, I'm gonna go with corn bread. What is that? Corn casserole. Yeah. That hits Travis corn. home. Uh, Travis loves that at our Thanksgiving, so that that kills him that he can't pick that. Oh, I'm fine. It's a delicious, I, I delicious that. meal. Uh, it's like corn. It's like a. It's a casserole that has cornbread and corn in it fantastic if you guys know it you know it and you love it uh but you know it might not be something that everyone has yeah which is why it would be weird to take it with your second pick that's weird because you most people don't even know what it is alive with your stuffing and mashed potatoes yeah all right uh so i'm gonna go corn bread casserole with my third pick i'm gonna go with good old pumpkin pie yeah uh, I think you can't go wrong with pumpkin pie. Put yeah, some yeah. whipped cream on there. Damn. Just pound it with whipped cream. Um, and you can't go wrong. Pumpkin pie with a little whipped cream is my third pick. All right, my fourth pick. Or no, my third pick. Uh, I'm taking rolls. Rolls, I think, are one of the most universally loved foods. I don't think anybody hates rolls. Uh, you got to have rolls with Thanksgiving. If it's not there, everybody kind of gets confused uh, because it's always nice to have a nice solid roll in your left hand. Spread a little butter on there, or you don't have to. It doesn't matter. Uh, you know, you, you take your roll. You can do anything you want with it. You could dip it in your gravy. You could dip it in, you know, use a little as like a spoon, you know. You know what I'm saying, Sherman? A spoon. Soap up all that mashed potatoes and stuffing. Uh, you can make even a sandwich out of them. Rolls are pretty universal, uh, versatile. Not universal. They are universal. Everybody loves rolls uh, since the beginning of time. Uh, you know, doesn't matter. They're just versatile. Next pick. Ah, oh, my fourth pick. Getting down to the scraps. Truman was complaining a little bit because was, he said there was too many picks here. But this is where a real GM works in the later rounds. Uh, I'm taking. Uh, with my fourth pick, I'm going to take mac and cheese. Mac and cheese is not a traditional Thanksgiving food, uh, but I think right, as... I'm just going to pick... It, yeah. no, it, it, we had it last year. We had it Thanksgiving last year, and everybody has thanks as it now. It's sort of becoming more socially right. accepted. Uh, you put a little, wings. You put a little mashed put a little mac and cheese next to the mashed potatoes and nobody bats an eye anymore because it's so universally loved. Uh, it's been more of a kid thing. You know, kids have inter- introduced it and now it's become a staple of Thanksgiving. Mashed, pot- uh, mashed potatoes, stuffing, rolls, and mac and cheese. Uh, mine, you left green beans off the list. Green beans are the best bean out there. Really? Uh, so I'm definitely picking them with my fourth pick because that was a dumb move by you. Um, and then with my fifth pick... I'm going to go Boston cream pie. Well, you're a big pie guy, huh? Yeah. You, everyone loves a little chocolate, a little cream. That's what Boston cream pie is. So if you don't like that, then screw you. And so I'm going to go with turkey, pumpkin, I have turkey, cornbread casserole, pumpkin, pumpkin pie, pie, green beans, and Boston cream pie bucket. All right. So you're going to be pretty thirsty at your uh, your Thanksgiving, aren't you? Yes, Taking so with you? the last last pick here, I'm taking some brewskis. Taking the beer, uh, everybody loves to pound a nice beer with Thanksgiving. You know, you sitting around the fryer with your uncle, uh, pounding a little Bud Light action. Uh, so don't mess with that. So I'm taking beer here with my last pick, and they Truman left some pretty solid picks on the board. We left some solid picks on the board, uh, but cranberry sauce is trash. None of us really wanted to take that. I think. Yeah, that's shitty. All right, 
So we're going to move on now. We're, we're going to put that poll online. We'll see who won there. Uh, but that's it for our show today. I want to thank you to our sponsors, D's Home Cuts and A's Lawn Service. We want to thank you to our sponsors. Uh, ask that you go on iTunes, give us five stars, rate, review us, and subscribe as always. Uh, follow us on Twitter at TNT Sports Talk 1 2. Uh, check us out uh, on YouTube uh, if you don't have a uh, iTunes account. Uh, like I said, though, Twitter, TNT Sports Talk 12, that's where you'll find every single thing you'll ever need to know about the show. That's where you can send in comments, questions, concerns, questions that'll be answered on the show or not, whatever you want. Or if you want to be a guest, send them out on the DMs because they are always open. Listen to us tomorrow on 12 Ounce. Uh, other than that, have a great day. Tune in next Tuesday. Um, we aren't going to do a show, like I said, on Thursday. Give you a chance to catch up a little bit, but also enjoy some time with your family. Uh, have a great Thanksgiving. Watch some football. Uh, but other than that, have a great day, and tune in next week on Tuesday. Thank you. Go Pack Go.